Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Mother F and D. Wait, hold on a second. Do I really have to say that fucking shit, guys? Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, here you go. More on that later in a minute. And good day to Jay, (laughs) a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Remember to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen to the podcast. For Hard Nick's Life merch, go to hardnickslife.threadless.com and check out our YouTube channel. Link in the description of the show. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that can't even promote itself on YouTube, guys. We can't. I tried. I set it all up, answer all the fucking questions. And guess what? We got flagged. And you know what they labeled us? Shocking content. Really? Shocking content. Shocking. Took me a while to figure out why. I thought it was... Because in the last episode, I looked like a KKK clan <laughs> member to start the show with that fucking trash bag. Yeah, with that white bag on your head. <laughs> yeah. But apparently we just fucking curse too much. And Glad Jay, to see you're bringing it down a notch. Yeah, well, Jay wants us to try and avoid cursing the whole show. Or use yeah, we got about five show. seconds in. Jay wants us to use words like fudge. Actually, Barry, you do too. You want me to use fudge? Not every week. That they was think, for one episode. You guys episode. really think that's funny. So we could get one episode on. To use the word fudge like 85 times in the show. Or you could just not curse. Oh, well, it's easier said than For one episode in order to help promote the show. It's easy when you got nothing to say, Blandy. Wow. <laughs> Guys, if you're looking to place a bet to what Barry used to do, head on over to betonline.ag. Barry, you're still not betting, right? I bet three football games last weekend. There you go. On betonline.ag. Did yes. You win? <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> I uh, not nah, no, I did not, uh, Blandy. You didn't win anything. I, I won one game, but I lost two, so it was a loss oh, last weekend. Okay. Hmm. Well, head on over to the the new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today. Get your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Believe fifty B L E A V fifty to get your bonus. Bet online is the fastest. And easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, bet online where the game starts. And I should probably mention, there probably is a new ad read for this because the Super Bowl is coming up. I'm going to say for all your Super Bowl betting, go to betonline.ag. Good for you. Thank God they Let's don't do check that. this shit, guys. I'm pretty sure. If you if Believe does check this, you should let us know. You're doing a horrible <laughs> job, I think. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's horrible. Good. Guys, I don't know. It's just like the, I don't know. At least the second straight week that I have not wanted to do this fucking show. We have one win in the last five games. No, six games. I'm six sorry. Games. One in five in the last six games. The latest loss to the Miami Heat fucking blowout. 
The one before that, a close one in Cleveland with some questionable late game moments that Knicks fans have been debating for the past few, past few days. In Miami, Obi led the Knicks with 18 points on seven of nine shooting. He's five for nine from three point range over his last two games, 31 points in his last 36 minutes. Julius Randle and the starters continue to struggle. Guys, Julius Randle's stats over these last six games, 16 points a game, seven and a half rebounds, 5.3 assists. 3.7 turnovers, 27% from three, 38% from the field. Minus 34 versus Miami, minus 22 versus Cleveland, minus 26 versus the Pelicans, minus 22 versus Charlotte. I didn't watch the game on ESPN against Miami, but I heard Van Gundy was announcing and he had some really critical things to say about Thibodeau in the starting lineup. He said, I pull all the starters, they're not just work, they're just not working together. He said, the, net, the Knicks vets don't play with any energy and they should learn from their rookies like Grimes, McBride, and Sims. And he said what Thibodeau's doing about never changing out the starting lineup, never changing out his rotation is the definition of insanity. Insanity, Barry. Not Linsanity, insanity. Did you listen to Van Gundy at all in that game? I heard you did. I switched over in the second half. Yeah, I started with MSG and then I switched over to, uh, to here. Van Gundy because you know he always calls it like it is and you know it's no secret that he pays extra close attention to the Knicks organization so you always got to listen to what he has to say because I think he understands not only basketball but New York basketball and yeah he said exactly what you said he doubled down on it um, a bunch of times in the second half because I heard it too in other words you know he said it's not just one player that Tibbs has to change in the starting lineup he said it's the whole starting lineup it's just not working. One guy's not going to make a difference. It's, it's the team playing collectively together. That's the problem. And yeah, that the bench unit plays with a, a purpose, with a sense of energy, that the whole group just flows together better. And he's got to find some type of synergy to get injected into that starting lineup. It's funny. No secret. It's funny because in postgame, Wally was praising Thibodeau. Praising? For praising him. I literally was just watching it. Praising, <laughs> praising him, him for not... For, for sticking with his rotation and keeping the bench together because they play so well together. No. Goodness. <laughs> You're losing. Exactly. You're losing games. It's one thing that if that it was so phenomenal, this bench unit, you know, game after game, and you're actually winning games because of it, but you're not. Right. So, I mean, who cares if he changes it up and all of a sudden the bench isn't playing well? They're fucking losing anyway. What, what do you have to lose here? They're... They're not. They're not always losing, but they're not winning consistently, right? They go on these. They go on these runs. The past two weeks that we've been struggling. Before that, we had won like what eight of eleven, right? Three podcasts ago, guys. Burks, who we know Thibodeau loves and really relies on, thirty-one percent field goal shooting in January. Well, he's been taking out percent, twenty-nine percent from three. Listen to this, Julius Randle. In January, 25.8% from three. You know what Obi Toppin is shooting? Who looks horrible from three and no one can stop. Over, and he's shooting 27.8%. He yeah. He's shooting better than Julius in January from three. It's just a in January oh, because of two fucking ball? games, Craig. He, two, two good games, yeah. his last two games. He's still a horrible three-point shooter. Does you got to, I'm not going to, He's he didn't transform me into an Obi three-point shooting believer in the last two games. No, he's shooting they're 21%, both, 22% percent they are both, bad, they're the both bad numbers. It's, just, it's not a praise of Obi. It's right. just look at how low Julius's right. numbers are. But the are. thing is, it's Randall's been awful 
all season long. He's got his lowest career field goal percentage in his entire career, going back the last seven seasons. His lowest percentage of 41% from the field. Okay? It's it's not it's not good. And 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 the turnovers continue. He leads this team in turnovers by far. He's got 163 turnovers this season. Second place is RJ Barrett with 81. Half of that. And I understand he's a high usage player. I understand that, you know, you look at any of the guys that have the ball in their hands, they're going to be high turnover guys. Like you look at Giannis, Jokic, Doncic, they're all like right around that number. But they're giving you so much more to their game that's contributing that you'll accept those turnovers. Julius mm-hmm. Randle this season is not giving you anything else. So the turnovers, forget about it. I can't deal with them anymore. And you can't deal with Randle anymore because he's I not think, giving you anything. I think I saw... I either heard it on the game or I can't remember where it was. He's only led the team in scoring like 13 times this season. Is that? Yeah. Yes. Which is, which is crazy. And like, not, a, not at all, like over a, a, a recent long stretch of games. I don't know what the I exact mean, number is. Like but. in a way it's better. Cause you know, obviously last year they relied on him so much. So the fact that the scoring is being spread around, but like he, he's not even like, he's hesitant to take a shot. He's just not mentally. He's clearly not in a good place. Guys, what can we do about Julius? Is this just who he is? Can we fault kids for playing him? Because he could still arguably be their best player, right? Is it his fault that he's our best player? You know, what what are we supposed to do here? Do we trade him? It's certainly his happening. fault the way that he's playing, Craig. And, and I understand he, you, you is got he got our new... best player the way he's been playing? No. The way that he's been playing? No. He's RJ not. is now, right? I'd have to say RJ is, yes. He's not making all the same mistakes. This is like 2019 Randall, you know, and we're, and we're, we're hating him now for all the reasons that we hated him then. What do you do? I don't know, you know, because he hasn't changed his game. Even, you know, with these new players around him, we knew he was going to have to change his game from last year in some way. He hasn't figured it out. So the blame has to go on Randall. And we've been saying it for a while now. If he was just struggling and his shot wasn't falling, but he was holding his head up high and not throwing little fits on, on no foul calls and not swatting away Evan Fournier's arms when he's consoling him about a, a missed call or the way he's been acting. If he wasn't doing all this, I don't know if fans would be against him so much. But he brings, in addition to his negative play, he just brings negativity in his body language and the way he acts. Where I think a lot of fans are, I think we're right, we're allowed to be a little tired of it. Yeah, and I mean it's 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 definitely reached the boiling point and it's boiling over. And and I wish that this road trip was longer. There's one more game on it, and then they go back to the Garden. And I mean it's going to be brutal for Randall. You know, I almost I almost wish that this went into that five game trip out west, and maybe he could get something right before returning home. I mean. I, or I, I, even better, I wish that the All Star break was coming off, and we and we have like a week to kind of reset everybody's batteries. Um, but we're a long way from that. It's not going to be good for a, a return home to the no, Garden for Randall. He's he's only be made available ever. to the weekend uh, to the media. I think once since the whole shut the fuck up thing, and it wasn't. I don't even think it was after a game. I think it was like a practice thing or something. So no, yeah, it was even, about seven days. Not straight. even making him available after the games because. Whether he's asking out or they just or or they realize it's probably not a good idea to put him up there, I don't know. But guys, the last time just looked it up. The last time Julius Randle led the Knicks in scoring, Christmas Day, and, and tonight against Miami, Obi Toppin led the team in scoring. So Obi Toppin's led the team more times in scoring than Julius Randle since Christmas Day. You're going a full month of games where Julius Randle isn't your leading scorer for one game. 
I mean, talk about where his game is at right now. I don't know how he gets himself out of this. I really don't. I mean, I, I, I don't. There's no doubt in my mind that you have to try to move Julius at the trade deadline at this point. How Not are you that moving him uh, for any for any player that you think is going to be a a future part of this team and who's a positive going, who's going player. to take him right now. You've heard rumors of the Sacramento Kings being interested in him. I think there are plenty of teams with the right package would would take him. There, if there's a team looking for a maybe a third star that could give us something, that right there. I mean, because we know that he can I be. I just that. don't know what you think you're going to get for him. You're going to get you're going to get something for him. He's not far removed from being who he was last season. Plus, right, you're he's talking still, about three months, still, right? Three he, months. He he's been bad. But he's but still, had a whole even though he's last been, year was phenomenal. He's also he's really bad as your number one option, but he still gives you rebounds, assists, points. He's a value. He can be a valuable piece. Knicks will be penalized a little bit. He's got a fifteen percent uh, trade kicker in his clause too, so they'd have to kick him some extra dough in any trade. I just think it's time, especially with Obi behind him. I don't think Obi is the savior, but we have somebody who you want to give see get some extra time back there who plays with energy. I, I mean, we all think that the young guys need to just get more time. I mean, we know Grimes gets a lot of minutes. But he's shooting 45% from three in January. 45% from three. And he's getting more minutes. But he should be playing ahead of some of these other guys. He should be playing ahead of Burks, maybe. You know, why does he have to play behind him? Yeah, Grimes Just because he's terrific. a fucking rookie? He's well, playing better basketball. I think Burks is also in there because he plays the point. He has him playing the point and, you know, running Not the that well. He plays well, the point. I know, but he's not going to have Quentin, Quentin Grimes doing that. He doesn't need him to play the points. We've got quickly. Mm-hmm. Kamba's back, even though he's not great. Quickly should be playing ahead of Kamba. All these yeah. young guys should be playing ahead of these vets. Let the vets fucking come off the bench. They're not good enough to just own the starting spot because of who they are. I think for a lot of us, reality is setting in, you know, I, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I'm waiting. When are they going to turn this thing around as we get deeper and deeper into the season? You know, I'm hoping for signs that something's going to change. They're not turning the shit And around. I think this was a reality check, you know, at this point right here. And, and and you just hope that Thibodeau is going to get that same feeling, that same sense, and he's going to have to shape things up and get out of, you know, being stuck in the mud with this starting lineup. You know, just as we've been saying, that that, that it's going to change. Are we going to see it in Milwaukee? Are we going to see it when they come back to the Garden? I sure as hell hope that we see something soon. Now, everyone keeps saying, oh, look at their record last year. It's not that much different. Well, it, they, we they, they that. went on a, That's true. But the, we went on a huge run after that last year. If you think we're doing that two years in a row, you're out of your mind. I, we're going to finish, I like, you, we're gonna finish like 10 team. games under 500 this year. I guarantee And you know it. what? Aside from last year, it'll be the best, highest win total we've had in eight years. 10 games under 500? Yeah. Yeah, What's it'll that? be our Thir- highest well, win total fuck, in eight years. It's a hard fucking Knicks life, guys. What is that? Thirty-six and forty-six is what the I don't. I think we'll win right? more than thirty-six games. So it won't. we won thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven wins is what we won in thirteen-fourteen season. And at thirty-six so and maybe, forty-six, that's mm-hmm. so acceptable to Thibodeau that he feels no reason to tinker with fucking anything. No, I'm that's, not saying that you can the use the last eight here. years. I'm just saying that's it's one, the crime. You know, we've been further below where we are right now as Knicks fans. You know, and and our expectations were too high, I guess, this season. I don't know what to tell you. If if your expectations were that we were going to be a 500 team, they were way too fucking high, apparently. (laughs) We're about to go on this little West Coast trip, and it's about to get tough. We're going to get ugly. I mean, it's already ugly. It's already ugly. It's about to get 
We're in you know, what, you know what, place? You know, it's actually a bad, it would be a, actually a really bad time for Thibodeau to, to do what we all want to do and play the bench probably. Because you know what, it would be ju- it would be perfect timing for him to fucking do that after we go into our hardest stretch of the season. Yeah, right. And then he proves us all Not wrong. Not a true test, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna pick now to start playing the young guys. Guys, you want to hear some fucking voicemails? Oh, definitely. This is Doctor Dicky. Hey, Doctor Dicky here. Look, you fucking play the you play the drop. I know that's what I was waiting for. I, I Come for on, sure hit the fucking Doctor Dicky drop, all man. Right, you want to do that again then? No. I'm gonna let everybody experience your your, experience your what? ineptitude. Get, you gotta give him his intro now. It's Dr. Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. I think Ra- Blandy Ralph is. Doesn't even I think Blandy is purposely. No, Ralph doesn't trying even have to his fuck intro over yet. Dr. Dickey. We've been talking about yeah. an intro for Ralph for months. He doesn't even have one yet. And oh, you like we yeah, we like Ralph. You like Ralph a lot more than Dr. Dickey. We know that. I would think that most people really just enjoy Ralph. It's not about liking him more than Dr. Dickey. Wow. It's that Ralph, Ralph has become a staple of the show. You know what? You, you have to answer Dr. Dickey right now. So listen to this oh, voice. Here we go. Hey, Dr. <laughs> Dickey here. Look, seriously, you ain't got to hold back on me. I can take it. I can take it. Come on. Let me hear it, Blandy. What do you really think of me? Very... It won't offend me. It won't offend me. Craig is absolutely right. This shit will not bother me at all. Uh, I'm from Tennessee. I was born in Tennessee, and I lived in Georgia in my formative years. So all my sports fans, oh, that's why he was, or all my sports teams are from Georgia. But the Knicks was 2012, 2013 playoffs when I first started watching basketball, and it was mellow on the Knicks, and I fell in love with the game. And so I had to make the Knicks my number one basketball team. Still love the Hawks, but when they match up against each other, I want the Knicks to win every single time. And I got to say, I could find way more words to rhyme with Barrett. Trust me. I wanted to do a double entendre of Mm -hmm. him being an animal. He's weasley like a ferret. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it just fit with how I was trying to write. But that's neither here nor there. Behind the y'all music. Y'all have a great with next Dr. podcast. Dickey. Look forward to hearing from y'all. How could you? How could you not like Doctor Dicky, a guy from Georgia? All right, so he became a Knicks fan not because he was from New York. He's a Knicks fan. He roots for the Knicks over the fucking Hawks, his hometown team. Well, he fell I mean, in it's love not with like he Knicks had so team. much to cheer for with the Hawks. I mean. Well, it's not like he, you know, but he's sticking through with the Knicks. The Come on, how often do you Knicks? hear something like that, a story like that? Especially like amidst, you know, years and years of losing we, around we them. Sucked. <laughs> Doctor Dicky hasn't grown on you at all, Blandy. I don't know what you're. I, <laughs> I don't understand what the problem Tell is. Tell him what's the one thing you dislike about Doctor Dicky. Just give it to him. He can take it. Give him some respect. What don't you like? Just tell him. I, Three, I two, one. First thing that comes to your mind. I don't know how I feel about the Doctor Dicky, just in general. Oh, the name. Yeah. You I don't like the name? The, okay. I think the name is what wow. kind of okay sure colored me, you know, a certain way when it comes to him. You know. Okay. Oh, it seems you like, know, like easy you know, way out. All trying right. to play himself off as a doctor. Okay. Sure. That's a All right. Should answer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But All right, Barry, what don't you like about Doctor Dicky? You say you don't, you don't like him. Oh, yeah, he's annoying sometimes. Right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
but I love his passion, you know. Uh, and yeah, he still makes me laugh from time to time. So keep him it's coming. A personality, unlike Blandy. Oh, yeah, but he has grown. Yeah, to be uh, to be perfectly honest, he's grown on me. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you're so full of shit. Also, say that I'm <laughs> full of shit. Yeah, you're, so, you're full of shit. We just said you're full of shit. Also, so who are you referring to? Yourself? You're saying that I'm full because you know, you're saying I'm full of shit with what okay, I said. Right. So I'm saying okay. he's full of shit too. All right. Okay. All right. Next. All right. Let's get to voicemail number two. This is Marty here. I'm Quimby. I'm California. All right, listen, there's too much bullshit about Cam Reddish, and I'm tired of it. It's been like fucking two games or three games, whatever. It doesn't matter. Everybody's pissing on these good things that are happening. RJ Barrett is starting to establish himself as a guy who can run a fucking team. He can be a leader of a team. All right, he's everything that fucking Randall isn't. Brand's a fucking head case. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that guy. I don't know. I don't, really, seriously. Maybe it's not getting sleep. I know he's got a newborn baby. I don't want to, you know, piss on that. That's great. Agreed. That's cool. I mean, but Grimes is establishing himself as a legitimate fucking NBA player. These are good things. Slowly, slowly, we are finding our fucking pieces. So when I hear people all the time talking about fire the coach and, man, maybe Thibs doesn't make the best decisions. I'm not 100% on board with his decisions. You know, his rotations are stubborn and curmudgeoned and like an old fucking prick sitting on a back porch talking about some long-gone days that no one gives a fuck about. But the fact is, is that Grimes quickly, like rookies, kids will get minutes if they do certain things. Now, we don't necessarily know what those things are. Hard defense effort, I think. Then, you know, they're going to get the minutes. So just, I think everyone just needs to stop bitching and for Christ's sake, another person mentions Cam Reddish. Who's a fuck about Cam Reddish? We got him for a bag of garbage to do hot dogs. Jesus. This is all going to be good, and things are going to work out. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. We have slowly, slowly getting pieces in place. <laughs> RJ Barrett, Quentin Grimes are the pieces. So let's look at that. Let's, look, let's move forward and not get so spoiled and pampered. Because last year we made it, we overachieved. You know, because Randall just fluked on a fucking season. All right. It's a hard mix. You know, last maybe. Year, Sorry. I was going to say, last year was the worst thing that could have happened to them. He's right. They overachieved last season. And it's not the worst unrealistic. thing that could have happened. What are you fucking talking about? It was a Un great fun. Unrealistic expectations for sure. this season. Oh, for this year. But last yeah. year, I wouldn't give up last year. I know. But I'm saying for this season. Maybe Ju maybe moving Julius Randle. Maybe the, the, the biggest positive about trying to move Julius is just to make room for RJ. Because we've seen how, he, how, well, how much better he plays when the offenses run through him. And I don't know if it can be run through him while Julius is here. Speaking of Cam Reddish, I agree. Barry, do you agree? A lot of people talking about why is Cam Reddish not getting minutes? He's going to be at the end of the. He's going to be at the end of the bench with Thibodeau. He is. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I don't think anybody was looking at Cam Reddish to be the savior of this team or was going to be something that propelled this team to something that they aren't currently. But I think a lot of us thought that he could be a rotational guy on this team. I mean, it seems, you know, it seems now that he won't be. And, you know, who knows why he's here? You know, is it just to be another asset that they're going to flip? But 
you know, I had tweeted out the other day about just how the takes on Facebook are so bad. Somebody had posted something about how Tibbs needs to start playing him lots of minutes because he's a star. Cam Reddish is a star. Oh, come on. I was like, what, what are people talking about? Like, what is – I mean, he got some extended time tonight because it was garbage time and they were getting their asses handed to them. I mean, he played well. He, you know, he blocked the mm-hmm. shot. He scored like six points or whatever. What are Just people like expecting? anyone else, he's got to work his way in. You yeah. Know? That- yeah, and I mean, a game like this too, I don't think you really can judge, you know, what a player is going to give no. you. you garbage know, time. It, it, garbage yeah. time is garbage, you know, that's all it is. Hi, it's Trey Dworkin. It's very fun again. And it's not really about the Knicks, but I guess it kind of is about the Knicks. So I have this friend at school who loves the Los Angeles Lakers. And just really quickly, he has a friend. Is this really him, Barry? Is he really turning into a Lakers fan? Uh, <laughs> no, this is I that's what it might be. Story. Today, he was wearing a Knicks Julius Randall jersey. And I asked him, why? Do you like the Knicks now or the Lakers? And he said that he didn't like the Knicks. He just liked Julius Randle. And then I said, why didn't you just get a Randle jersey in Lakers? Because he was drafted by the Lakers. Then he just didn't respond and left. So I think that he really Uh, likes the Knicks. But he really likes the Lakers. I keep telling him. I'm lost. The <laughs> Lakers lost. are as bad as shit. But what? I don't know. What? Well, can I hold on? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The Lakers are what? Hold on. I gotta rewind that. Wait. Can I rewind on this? Oh, I can't rewind. What the hell? Well, let me rewind. Did he just say the bad Lakers as shit? Lakers are bad yeah. as shit. Barry. Didn't you say that Trey, like, when he talks to his friends, he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. yeah. But he said, like, for adults and stuff, he shouldn't do that. Well, yeah, I guess that was a gray area because we said not in front of us. Because technically this isn't an adult. It's just a voicemail thing. Right, it's voicemail. I'll let it go. uh... Anyway, thank you. It's a hard dick's life. Goodbye. (laughs) So you won't ground him tomorrow for that? No. You won't say anything to him? No, not this... No, no, it's okay. It's calling a sports. Am I allowed to show. use that in a promo for the show? Yeah, who cares the curse. Oh, hmm. that's. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Of course. Wow, you got the green light, Craig. <laughs> I don't sure, even understand what he was talking about, but I love when Trey calls in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next one. What up, guys? DJ here from Germany. Oh boy. We're in a bad place right now. <laughs> we have to do something because our roster is so deep. And that, I mean, we have a lot of talent, say that. but we have not figured it out what to do with the talent. And um, Randy is lost right now. Really lost. The only hope is an archer right now. And our second unit. But we have to figure it out how to fix this starting unit. And I have the feeling since Kemba is back, things going down uh, down south. I don't know why. Fournier struggled, Fournier struggled the last couple of games. Burks, I don't know where he is right now. 
great to see Cam Reddish tonight, but the first few minutes, um, <laughs> he was also not good, but down the end, it looks really better. And with his wingspan, I mean, we have another potential talented um, wing defender out there and tips need to bring him in the rotation. So I hope they do something in the next couple of weeks since the February 10th uh, and hope things go something well. What do you think about the render trade? I'm not a friend of this, but do you think the front of a think about that somehow? I have never, I have he never down. heard DJ down like that before. He was tired. Did, is that what it was? Is that fatigue? Yeah, I think so. The combination. What time is it there? Super early in the morning at this point. Yeah, it's going to be like 4 a.m. First liked, of all, uh, to say our roster is not deep. It is not deep when the starting lineup sucks like it sucks. It, <laughs> and what do you, what do you want this team to be? If you, say, if you say this has got to be now RJ's team and the bench unit, what do you make this team? It's going to be worse than it is now. It's not going to be any better. Um, or it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the same. Um, so what do you want? You want to just continue to develop the young guys. You want to get yourself a lottery pick. It's basically what? what you're doing. Then we're right back where we've always been. No, but but it, the, it, the thing it, is, we it, have a couple of weeks left before the trade deadline. Can a move be made to move Randall and get a positive piece that's going to work with this team? And again, at least get yourself into the playoffs now two years in a row. Is it possible to do that? But but are you going to have to take back somebody else's problem because of matching up the salaries? Like, what do you think you're getting back? You're going to have to take somebody else's problem. Uh, the salaries don't always have to match if your team's under. I think it's time to play. I mean, you can you can play the young guys without tanking. Honestly, I think the young guys give us just as much of a, ch of a chance to win every game, night in and night out, as the veterans do. So I understand when, when people make the argument, we want to play the vets because we want to win, we don't want to tank. But the, star the, the young guys are playing better than the starters. Agreed. Why do the well, why do we just assume sure. the veterans give us a better chance to win every night? Why is that always the assumption? You can play the young guys on this team and bench the veterans and have just as good of a chance of winning and not be tanking and be building for the future and building their confidence. Why can't you do it all? The our veterans suck. It would be one thing if our veterans were getting us wins. I would understand, but they're not. So they're when not we good. say veterans, who are we talking about? Randall, about Kemba, Burks, and Fournier? Kemba. Randall, Fournier. How old is Alec Burks? Taj, Noel. I mean, but you, put, you can put Sims in the, in the league game. Ten years. I mean, honestly, I think the biggest, no, he's the biggest instance of that for veterans are Burks, Kamba, and Fournier. None of those guys are playing well enough to, to always be ahead of the young guys. I mean, I Kemba, think as a Burks, whole, and Fournier? Burks in the right role, I think, yeah, can be a positive contribution for this team i think he's proven that he's shown that it's just it's got to be in, in the right role for him it doesn't necessarily mean as a starter you can move him to the bench i think, no, I think but that's when, where he when, excelled when, last when kemba's year. not playing and thibodeau needs he needs to start burks at point guard he can't fucking throw quickly in there why yeah why? I, I don't agree with that i would i would throw quickly in there come on come to on, me burks. that's that's like obvious he he's he's fucking a stubborn curmudgeon. 
as that previous like caller said. said. Something's going to happen, Craig. And I, I don't know, again, I don't know if it's going to be a move that's going to elevate this team, if it's going to be a move where we stay the same, or if it's going to be a move where it just says, you know what, we're looking to do something bigger in the offseason. We just want to get through the rest of the season. There's going to be a move that's going to shake up this team. But that's, the front office isn't going to do nothing. Don't you think it's going to be a move to get a, to another veteran? This team will never go the route of the young guys with Tibbs coaching. They won't. Tibbs won't let that happen. That's not necessarily true. It Look is. what he found in Quentin Grimes, a rookie. Did you think that Grimes was going to be getting gonna, this much playing time every sp- game? He'll never start them. But he's getting close to 30 minutes a game now, regularly. But he should be Did playing Did you think at the beginning of the season of that was going to happen? If I told you the Knicks are going to be hovering around 500, and before the All-Star break, Grimes is not only in the rotation, but he's getting between 25, 30 minutes every game, you would have said no fucking way. Because you he did was, say that to me. He had more Jason, than you any- said it too. You yeah. said there's oh, no I way Grimes is I getting the, his ass yeah. off the bench. I didn't think there was any way. He, he played them more minutes than anybody tonight. It was the yeah, most And it's not just because of an injury. That's the, that's the only way we thought it was going to happen, is that if a guy is injured and sidelined, that's the only way Grimes is going get, to get well, playing time. Maybe that's how it started. Three, he's playing good D, and he hustles. He hustles his ass off. There's no doubt the young guys are getting minutes. I mean, they have to. You, 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 Maybe the team is still a very young team. He's got to give them minutes. Who else are you going to play? That's the be- entire bench is young. We see him giving minutes to Quickly. We know that he's in Quickly's corner. You see it with Grimes big time. We're not seeing it with Obi, but I think a big reason for that is number one, Julius. But number two is I think Obi is going to he's going to get exposed. You know, you put yeah. a big body on Obi on the defensive end, he's not going to be able to contain him. Not, I mean, not like Julius is this all star defender, but. I mean, compared to Obi against certain power forwards on certain, some of these teams, Obi's going to get exposed. Yeah, no, with, with Julius on the team, you shouldn't be starting Obi over Julius. Of course right. not. Obi should get more minutes. Yes. Quickly yes. should start over Burke. I mean, Tibbs would start Taj at the point guard position over fucking quickly. <laughs> <sighs> I need some Ralph in my life, Blandy. Wait, we still have one other one, don't we? Do we? Yeah. Unless I didn't. Play. Oh yeah, we do one more. A song. Darkness lies. We ain't gonna wait. Hmm. Cause we're gonna the night. We'll find your eyes. It's very hard to hear Can't what's being said. <laughs> I think this is Trey. We ain't got no Is this the next hit? Undecided about the coach, but I think maybe you should fire him, but I'm not really sure. I think he's doing good, but also I appreciate all the shit that he's done, and then. I mean, I don't know, man. This gets kind of weird, but also, RJ Barrett is kind of becoming a champion. What is he, slapping his knees? What is that? (laughs) I hope so. Do you say slapping his meat or his knees? It could be his meat, sure. It's lasting a long time. Barry, what do you give that on a scale of 1 to 10? Here we were... Here we were getting uh, on Dr. Production Dickey. quality aside, or am I factoring that in? Everything. Factored all in. One. Yeah, I'd say we were, two. We were maybe. giving Dr. Dickey a hard time for rhyming Barrett with Ferret, and then 
And then we got that, whatever that was. But you get that guy in a studio. I mean, that could bump it up to a seven easy. <laughs> that might be a hit. We just don't there. know it. There was a melody there. It's a I have no idea that. what yeah, was being it said. Like a, like a Bon Jovi I, quality to it. Yeah. I think yeah. there might be something there. Mm -hmm. Really? You do? Yeah, maybe Sand Reckoning. I mean, not that they want more work for the show, but maybe they want to turn that into something. I it's mean, got the basis for something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Jay, All give right, us so some fucking let's, Ralph. Let's hear some Ralph. Knicks versus Clippers. Janie and Ralph are here. Go, Nick. Give the Clippers a haircut. <laughs> Knicks win! I, I know. But... Finally. Knicks versus Cavs. Gonna be a tough one. Oh, I hope there's a lot of calls Let's during this one. Ready to rumble! Well, next lose. If only we could <laughs> make our damn free throws. Shit. Thank you, Ralph. Next versus Heat. Supposed to be a tough game, but I got a feeling Oof. that tonight's gonna be a good, good night. So much for my feeling. <laughs> oh, well. Well, the Knicks lost big. At least I enjoyed hearing Jeff Van Gundy talk about the Knicks. He seems to like the same players we like. Dang, I wish we could just play the second unit more and move on to some of the first. Bye. Shit, hell, fuck. Ah. Good old Ralph. I was I watching that Cleveland you, game. I, I did because more. I was watching the Cleveland game and, you know, remember that game, how they were down by so much and they clawed their way back. They took the lead and then they ended up losing. I was hoping for some ebbs and flows throughout that game. That's that's my favorite, Ralph. It's the roller coaster within down. the game yeah. with you. The yes, up and down, the same especially game. like they're – because you were expecting yeah. like they're down and he's upset and then they come back and they tie and they take the lead or yeah. whatever and then he's high. And it's like reliving, and... reliving the game because that's what we go through. <laughs> Although, Craig, you didn't, you didn't get sucked into that fake comeback uh, – was it that game? No, it was the Clippers no, game. No, not that game. It was a fake comeback. This was a real comeback, and then they just fucking blew it. Frustrating end to that Cleveland fucking game. Yeah. You know? Well, if only they could make their free throws. Came all the way back. Eh, that would have helped, you know. That quickly three. Oh, Randall's shot, I thought was launch. a good I mean, I didn't mind. Not Randall's. Uh, Barrett's shot in mind, but not that it was Randall's fault, but that last play, you know, that. Oh my God! You can't give yourself a chance. I mean, the Knicks dribble, couldn't dribble, get a better dribble, shot dribble, than drive. that. We couldn't set up a better. I mean, Cleveland played good D on the inbounds there, but oh, that last shot was horrible. It was just, I mean, what? Was I mean, to have two seconds left and to just get the ball in at half court with like turnaround jump shots. <laughs> what were they down there? How many points? Three? Two. Was it two? Wasn't it? I mean, come yes, on! Just, at least fucking just throw it within the three point line or get something. A three within range. That was a more difficult shot than the RJ shot that RJ oh. hit against uh, Boston. Oh, yeah. It's an impossible shot. All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for a new shortened version of the news. What? Featuring Blanderson Hooper. Says who? Says the way the news has gone the past few weeks. Sorry, I got what I got. Seriously? How do you... Do you you know, step it up a little. I got some good stuff in here. All right, good. As long as it's good. You got to sell it, Blandy. I got some good stuff. We might have to get some, like, you know, the Oscar music? They start playing to, oh. to get people off the stage. <laughs> I think we might have to introduce that one week. Well, who would play it? Me? I'd play it for myself? No, I'll play it. I'll fucking play it over here. <laughs> like, what do you play have to half do? of the music anyway, Blandy. 
All right, it's brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Blandy is back on his game. I was last week, yeah. Well, let's see what happens. This What is that? You don't think you're back this week? I don't, who knows? Up and down like the Knicks, you know? There you go. Hit that sexy music, man. Do I have to tell you to do it? Oh, there it is. That is sexy music. I think it's the music that gets you into it. Really? Barry gets a boner from this music. Is that true, Barry? He said that. At least a semi. Mm. We're just trying to get you in the mood right now, Blandy. Happy New Year. (laughs) Why do I start off with that? Because the January cake of the month, as you already know, is the Happy New Year crumb cake. And that Happy New Year cake will give you a happy ending if you choose to purchase it. What we're talking about here is their delicious classic cake with lemon cream cheese filling and a one-of-a-kind graham cracker crumb on top. You will be crumbing if you eat this crumb cake. Lemon's not a flavor that anybody, that everybody necessarily loves, but I can tell you from, from experience that the taste of this cake is out of this world. Wow. One bite, and it will melt in oh. your mouth. Some classic and lines. You will go be in pure <laughs> ecstasy. What was that, Craig? Some classics came back. It's good to hear them. Blandy is back. All right, guys, for for that to crumb all over your cake, uh, go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com and use promo code HARDEXLIFE for 23% off your order. Blandy, that's a beautiful job. I think he's back. I think he's back, Barry. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Solid. The cake that gives you happy ending. Every time. Yes, that's true. Very true. All right. Have you so ever let's had a off. Have you ever had a wet dream about a Clarkson Avenue crumb cake? No. I don't think I've had a wet dream since I was like 13 years old. So I'm. Oh, say oh no. my god! Really? I had one as an adult once. Like maybe this was like <laughs> once. I, don't know, I have 10. those all the time. You do? I had <laughs> yeah. one like 10 or 15 years ago. How's it was possible? awesome. <laughs> maybe 20 years ago. It was awesome. What do you mean? And then I I just wanted to like was it have awesome them or was it awesome? It was awesome. It was awesome. Like, ah. Awesome. <laughs> it's better awesome. than awesome. It was awesome. Awesome sounds like a possum. Wait a second. Why was it awesome? Do you remember the dream? Not really, but I remember enjoying it so much. So you just remember waking up wet and sticky and that to you is awesome? Aren't you angry when you wake up from that? No. Oh, Wait, I'm why angry. Why you be angry? Do you know how Why many wet you? dreams I have stopped in the middle you of it? You got to get up and like change and no, stuff? No, like in the dream, you know you're having, you're like, get me out of here before. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I want it, I want it to be fulfilled, those You dreams. wanted it to Is happen in your dream. Is that a sick thing? I always get myself out of there when I can, but sometimes I've not Ooh. been able to. Is that cheating? Does that constitute so cheating? engaging though, like more so than if like you're just in front of a screen, fully conscious doing your- masturbatory practices <laughs> this to me is like virtual yeah. reality b 
beyond. You're not even awake for it. How is he? How is that better? You still, you feel everything, and like you know, sometimes with these dreams, you're kind of like remember you know, how Craig always talks about he could control his dreams. Yeah, like, I can, for that yes. one, it was one of those things where I was like, kind of like in there, and I knew it was going on. I was like, come, like you know, I don't know. Okay, hmm. do sure. whatever you want. I, I love controlling my dreams. If anybody wants advice on how to control your dreams, reach out to me <laughs> at Hardnick's Life on Twitter. Wow. Okay. Is that a Patreon right, so, uh, <laughs> level or that's just a free service? I will teach you. I'm not even joking. I can teach you how to control your dreams. That's Craig's I can Wet teach Dreams you how Masterclass. To enter a dream state. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a bunch of listeners over my house. <laughs> I will play <laughs> the music. Play. There's a certain track of music that has to be played. Oh, really? And I will teach you how to enter the tunnel, as I like to say, and enter... The dream of your choice. Okay. It's hmm. weird shit. Sounds weird inviting <laughs> a bunch of guys over your house to enter the tunnel. Yeah. That does, does not have weird. to be just guys. It could be anybody. Into okay. right. the tray is going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's not getting anywhere near your house. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. So here we go. Let's start off with uh, jersey sales. Uh, the uh, NBA released the list of uh, the top 15 most popular NBA jerseys the other day. And to the surprise of many, our very own R.J. Barrett appeared on the list. Do you guys know what number he was? 14. It's Right. Is that yes, right? he was number. Does it 14. say how many jersey sales over a certain period of time? Not from what I see. I, I, ah. I didn't see the actual numbers. It just says that he's the in the number fourteen in the top fifteen. I was uh, curious got, if my two R.J. Barrett jersey sales bumped him up into oh. fourteen, and, gonna, and I had one as well. Correct. I'm going to. You had one in that time as well. Oh my three. god, I have one too. So, um, there you go. But I mean, it's not so, that surprising. New York City is the most populated city in the in the country. Correct. Right, so but Barrett over say, someone like Randall. It. Oh, come on! I'm just come know. on. R- Randall's like even even a few months ago at the start of the season, I think Randall was like people's fifth favorite player on the Knicks, maybe. Right, Randall's and jersey sales. You know, it's interesting about jersey sales because once you buy a Randall jersey, you're not buying another one, right? So everyone right. bought their Randall jerseys last year, and. <laughs> And a lot of jersey sales happen around Christmas time. And again, this was already a couple months yeah. into the season when Randall was sticking up the joint. So it's like, you're going to pick your Knicks jersey. You're probably not choosing Randall. Like I haven't bought a Giants jersey since I got my Odell Beckham because you just mm. can't, you can't invest in another, another one. I'll be wearing that for, for When I was years. looking for my RJ jersey, I was going to Dick's. I was actually originally looking for Obi. But and quickly, it, right? And quickly. And then I decided on RJ because he, he just caught fire and he just, I don't know, I... I I was really going for who I thought would stick around here the longest. It's a combination of that and who you like, right? I'll tell you, there is hard to find any jersey outside of Kemba and Julius. There's lots of Kemba and Julius jerseys hanging that you can get in any style. But RJ, OB, quickly, quickly is impossible to find. You want to hear a comment from, from RJ about it or no? Yes. Okay, here we go. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll, sure. <laughs> Sounds. You can't. The the. We said the, we said we wanted to hear it, Blandy. No, that's that's not on me. Who the question. That? The, oh, it's not on you. Oh no. no, that's on you, Craig. 
Mm, it's not on me. Asshole. I mean, it's not maybe, on me. You're going to hear you, RJ if you, fine. If, it's if you the, can't it's hear the quality the question, of how far away the guy is. If you can't hear oh, the, the question, why the question. put it in here, Blandy? Yeah, right. Just put the answer. Oh, God. Self-edit. You're going to play a question. It's going to be silent for like seven seconds. It's not. And then you're going to tell us what the question now. is. No, oh, you can't hear anything. It's like a Charlie Brown teacher. We can't hear it. Now you're talking over RJ. You're talking over RJ. Uh, thank you to the fans. Thank you, to, you know everybody, buying my jersey. That's a that's a dope moment to you know see my name uh, on that list. You know, definitely a lot of love and and um, you know it just kind of shows that when when you work hard and you give your all, and especially to I mean city like this, you know they they love you back in return. Now zero percent of that money actually goes to RJ. Is that correct? It's all owned and licensed yeah, by the no, NBA. Correct. RJ's still fucking talking somehow. He wouldn't, he's not getting any of that. Um, any guesses as to who the uh, top three were? LeBron. Sales? Yeah, LeBron is number one. Giannis? Giannis is number three. I'd say either Doncic. He's in Dallas. He's number five. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, no, Durant. He's number four. Steph Curry oh. is number two. Oh, yeah, Steph Curry, of course. Yeah, K- of course. KD's up there, but no Kyrie, no James Harden. They're all basically, none of them are really surprises other than 14 and 15, which are Barrett and LaMelo Ball is is 15. Is Kyrie in the top 15? Kyrie is not in there, no. Oh, interesting. Right. Going on three minutes talking about jersey sales. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> on top of that, the, the Knicks were uh, sixth in the top 10 most popular team merchandise. Um, which, you know, just to throw that in there, uh, James Harden, there was a story on Bleacher Report yesterday that he is unhappy with his situation in Brooklyn. He doesn't enjoy living in Brooklyn. He's not happy with Kyrie. He's not happy with Steve Nash's end of the game rotations. I've got sound on that. If you want to hear it, if you don't want to hear it, I won't play it. Craig's already Is this the reporter asking him about it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I heard But this. that you could actually hear in this one. <laughs> Oh, no, this is good. This hey, is James, good back and forth. A, yeah. There's some reports out today that's, that suggest that you might not be happy in Brooklyn or with the rotations that are happening. I'm just wondering, A, if you can speak reports to... Reports from who? Uh, All right, then. Um, Bleacher Report. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, instead of speaking to the reports, can you just talk about your experience living in Brooklyn? What do you mean? <laughs> the, the report suggested that you were unhappy. Some talking about reports. I don't, I don't know about reports. Did you guys hear from me? That's, like, that's why I'm asking. All right, so I don't, I don't know about the reports. <laughs> Do you enjoy New York City? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James, he's full of shit, man. You can, I know. Well, you it can definitely tell. came from him. It definitely came from his camp. It's so I mean, that defensive was a, about it. That was the Come idea on. that it said, like, sources closed him. But he didn't, he didn't deny anything. Well, they get so upset by reports. Reports, did I say it? Did I say it? Yeah. According to some people, you fucking said it. And he makes the guy ask the question. Meanwhile, that's the question from the beginning was that, you know, but he makes the guy actually say this, you know, so he didn't really give a ringing endorsement. That's for sure. You know, he sat out tonight. They didn't have KD or Harden or Kyrie because it was a home game. So they didn't have any of them. They lost clearly. Uh, Just a couple of score things. The Clippers last night were down by 35, came back to beat the Wizards. It's the second largest comeback in the last 25 years. Luke and, Nard, um, clutch shots at the end. Yeah. Um, and then tonight, well, I won't, the Hornets 
beat Indiana. They scored 158 points, 87 points in the second half, which is the most points in the second half since 1991. So that's what, like 31 years. Um, Maine, there's a couple of injury things, whatever. I've got sound of Alex Caruso talking about Grayson Allen. I'm sorry. I can't help but look at Craig. He is judging you right now so hard. I don't care. He really is. That's that's all. Whatever. Uh, I, no, I, so have, I just love when Blandy's like, oh, couple injury things. Ah, who cares? Like, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> no, what, it's every week you do stuff like that. Why, why do you even? Yeah, like why do you why do you even bring because it up? Because I have it in care. there. I don't know if you're gonna be like, this is you already in the, Edit I was in the first story before the show. You no, know, I have it in there because I wanted it in there. But you were already com- first story in. You were complaining about the so you so oh so you're just jumping through stuff. You can't just skip it. I could if you want me to. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. Is it interesting? Com- Is it interesting? Complain about it. It's just him talking about how it's bullshit. Uh, Paul George could be out for the entire season now. Possibly, he might need surgery on his elbow. Oh, Jesus, which that would be franchise. bad, obviously, for the Clippers. Uh, and Tim Hardaway Jr. broke uh, his foot. He's out indefinitely. And then the only other thing I had is they announced a new mini format, uh, tournament format for the uh, All Star Game. Did you hear about this? I did. With the um, the rising stars instead of the rookies versus sophomores or USA versus the world, they're actually drafting four separate teams. So it's going to be 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, and four people from the G League. Um, and then it's first to, to 75 for the NBA's 75th anniversary. You play to 50, no time. And then in the final, it'll be first to 25. And they're doing something else too, right? With like a, a two on two. Yeah, like there's a there's a um, the clutch the Clorox clutch challenge that'll take place See, between games. I saw two a and lot three. of like pushback on Twitter about this, which I'm fine with this format. Like, what what's so sacred about the Rising Stars game? Like from the past few years, that people want to like cling to it. I don't. There was no this horrible game every year. Does does yeah, RJ so get them trying this to change year? it up a little bit to a different format? I'm totally fine with it. Does, RJ can't does, be in it this year. He's a third oh, year Oh, that's player. right. He's in his third year. But quick, who's in? Quickly? Quickly will get in, right? I mean, yeah, he's, he should. Obi? He should. Let me talk about Anybody a more else? fun, exciting Obi player would, to watch. Obi would be fun to watch. Yeah. And if Obi gets in, they'll probably use him for the slam dunk. Grimes might get in too as a rookie. You got to put Obi in the slam dunk contest with the dunks he's had this year. Even though he did it last year, I think they do it again. It's going to be the only reason for Knicks fans to watch the fucking all all right. Say no more Julius Randle All Star. No appearances. That was a one-time appearance. That's the way the basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for our show tonight. Remember, you can reach out to us at hardnesslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnesslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. Follow Blandy at Blandy Hooper, and you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. Remember, wherever you listen to the show, leave us a five-star rating and or some positive reviews. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please check it out. Blandy, you want to plug anything? Plug anything? Yeah. Where do you get your news? Where do you get your news information? My news information? Yeah. For the NBA.com. That's where I get my news information. You know where I get my news information? Where? Lanterson Hooper. Wow. That's, That's why I hold you to such a high standard, because that you're the only place I get my NBA news. <laughs> really? And I, I'm, I honestly, I don't want to criticize. Blanderson Hooper. 
Oh, fuck it. But you used to give us like a dirty news, some dirty news every week. I, I know. And, and it's, you've never, you, it's, it's been more on the, you've gone yeah, you political. Got, you don't have any like gone, Devin Booker, listen, Devin Booker stuff. I've, I've tried every week what as I'm prepping. You can't find okay, anything? I go to NBA.com. I go to The Athletic, ESPN, SI, and then I go to two other places. I go to TMZ Sports for the salacious stuff, and then there's something called BlackSportsOnline.com. Wasn't and there like a rumor about Devin Booker secretly yeah, getting said, married? Right, I said that last week. I did that last week. Maybe that's where I heard it. <laughs> Great job, Landerson. Stupid. What about Kendall, Jenner, my Kendall Jenner, his... his Apparent wife had some comments about her type. She's not ashamed that she's got a type. It wasn't on Black Sport. A lot of what they have on there is about like NBA players dating Instagram models, which like to, what does that mean to us? That doesn't mean. I try. I try for salacious stuff all the time. I really want it, but I can't. I, just, I can't find any lately. And I'm gonna plug the phone line one more time, Craig. Five one six thirty three mesh one. Call us. Tell Did us you what you liked that? about the show today. What you didn't like about the episode today? Call us no, during the games, do like that. the Ralph like, does. Don't, do, don't, don't, don't do that. Did you like? Did you like the song, the new Hard Next Life theme song? Did you understand any of it? The one with with the masturbation during it. He didn't even say who he was, did he? There was a, he was actually called. He called a few times this week. That was uh, a guy from California. Do you want to sign up for my master dream class? Let us know. I can't believe you had a wet dream as an adult. Why would I purposely go into a dream state and not have a wet dream? <laughs> okay. That's a great question. <laughs> All right. what, what do you want to dream about? I don't I don't know, but if I mean you just put on porn. That's what you want. Like then you can control it and watch Barry, what you he doesn't know. Barry, he doesn't get it. I, not I, clearly I don't. I don't I just, Mitch Hedberg used to talk about dreaming about building a go-kart with his ex-landlord. <laughs> so I would want to dream bit. about that. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.